You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hey, everyone. This is the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. I'm going to talk to you today about the most common problem people have that they're visiting their doctor for. It's not cancer. It's not heart disease. It's not even being overweight. It's actually low back pain. People visit their doctors for low back pain problems more than any other problem. But there's no cure in the medical system that most Americans live in. I mean, you can't fix it with a medication. You can't fix it with an injection. You can't fix it with a patch. Very rarely does it get fixed with a surgery. In fact, only about 17% of the time. So I don't want to see you have to go down that road, right? We want to help you avoid the medications, avoid the surgeries. But that's right. We're talking about back pain. It affects 80% of Americans. It's the single leading cause of disability in our country. And there is $50 billion spent on low back pain each year. Blows my mind. I'm going to teach you some simple strategies today that will help you not spend a buttload of money trying to just get your back pain under control. More importantly, it's going to allow you to get your life under control. Because when you are in pain all the time, when you're feeling that back pain, man, it keeps your focus off for the day. It throws your connection you have with people. It just makes you more irritable, more cranky, less fun to be around. I know when I'm not feeling good, I'm not as fun to be around. And I'm a hoot. People love me, right? (laughs) Or so I tell myself. But the fact is, when you are hurting, you are not reaching your fullest potential. And even if it's not keeping you from doing anything right now, but you just continue to go down the same road of patching it up, dealing with it, trying to be Miss Tough Guy or Tough Gal, you're not doing yourself any favors. In fact, you're probably putting a lot of people around you at a disadvantage because they don't want to put up with your crankiness or your lack of productivity, even though you think you might not be lacking in productivity because you you just can't be on your A game. So we're going to talk about that, understand what it is, where it comes from, So understand, okay, where does low back come from? Where are you going to get it? Well, it comes from things like sprains and strains. Maybe you lifted something you weren't supposed to. You went and played that softball game over the weekend, basketball, pickup game, right? Trying to live out your glory days, strain something. There's things like disc problems where you get the herniations, the bulging disc. Uh, There's arthritis. So that can be just a degenerative effect from other underlying issues, You don't have to just continue to get arthritis and break down as you get older. That's actually a myth. Get that all the time. It can also be referring pain from organs or a disease process that's happening. We have to figure out, too, whether what your back pain is really coming from. Is it more muscular or is it more nerve-related? A lot of times it's more nerve-related because guess what's controlling those muscles? That's right, your nerves. And then the most common form of back pain that we find is actually what's called subluxation. So what a subluxation is, is any miscommunication between your nervous system and another area of your body. Commonly, it is things like the low back, but it can happen anywhere. It can happen in the neck, create 
neck pain and headaches can happen in the mid-back, shoulder pain, mid-back pain, muscle spasms. But it also affects the organs in those areas the longer it stays there. It also starts to create the arthritis in your body. So that starts to create more degeneration, which will then lead towards the disc problems, right? Which will create more sprains and strain. And it just starts to go on and on. And so really where it all stems is from that subluxation the majority of the time. All right, so when we look at this, a lot of times there's a lot of things we can do to try to cover it up, right? We can take the over-the-counters, the patches, the Tylenol, the Advil, the Motrin, you name it. The list goes on for meds that we can take, over-the-counter stuff. Those things actually just destroy your kidneys and liver, leave you things like three times more likely to have a heart attack, uh, four times more likely to have kidney or liver failure. I mean, it's just nasty stuff, and these things are accumulative, meaning the more you take these, the more likelihood you have of having a major organ problem, and which is going to lead towards a disease, and it's going to lead towards a surgery, which is what you're trying to avoid. So one of the common things you'll see out there that doctors, medical doctors typically will lean towards are the medications, the patches, the nerve blocks, you name it. So Humira, for instance, costs $20,000 a year to take this. They say it works for about one-tenth of one percent of the people. (laughs) What kind of odds are those? Man, do not go to Vegas with those odds. And then the side effects include things like TB, cancer, infection, and even heart and liver problems. So I don't know. That seems like a pretty bad scenario. I don't know if I want to go down that road. Then we look at cortisone shots. Cortisone shots, they slow down healing in that process. You're 63% uh, so you have a 30, 63% higher risk of a relapse if you take that shot. And the more shots, the worse results you get. In fact, someone who's had four shots has a 57% worse outcome. And you also have the potential for possible infection, bleeding, and nerve damage. Ooh, that sounds like a winner, right? I know you get desperate though. So, you know, if you've done these things, I'm not judging you because when you are hurting, Man, like you will do anything just to try to get some relief, to try to get your body back. However, a lot of times we're not told about these other effects, side effects, and problems long term. And any of these patches we do, although it might make us temporarily feel better, it's going to create more damage in those areas. And eventually, you end up getting worse because of it in the long run. And so we want to avoid that. There's a lot worse things than being dead. It's called being miserable in a wheelchair and a walker, not being able to enjoy your life. And then the other thing we get too from these injections is there's a risk of meningitis. In fact, there was a claim just a couple years ago that there was this meningitis going around for people that were getting cortisone shots and it claimed more than 45 lives and over 700 people got sick from it just from getting a shot, right? The things are supposed to help you. So you never know what you're going to get with these things. And, you know, an analysis of 23 scientific studies, so 23 different studies involving sciatica patients confirmed that the nerve pain relief provided by the injections was only temporary. And those that received the injections had no significant difference in leg or back pain one year later than those who were given placebos. So again, it just doesn't pain it. There are some ways that we can help you naturally avoid the medications, avoid the injections, then I think we should do that. (laughs) Agreed? So when you look at the, the numbers, they're not very good. The success of back rates, uh, back surgery rates, not very good. There's things like ablations where you're burning the nerves off. Again, just a temporary patch. Those things grow back. But here's the other issue is a lot of times people think, well, hey, you know what? If I just leave it alone, 
It'll go away. I'll be just fine. Well, a lot of times, you know, it might go away temporarily. In fact, 90% of back pain will go away. However, over 60% will still have the pain 12 months later. Ugh. So don't want to really take that odds as well. I mean, those are just not good odds. However, most people that continue to just ignore it, although it might go away, they might be in that, you know, 10% or whatever. The, the problem is that those problems come back. And the more you just continue to ignore it, the worse it slowly breaks your body down until the frequency starts to become more and more often, the intensity starts to increase, and then you're really putting yourself down a hole where you're not going to be able to avoid the crisis, surgery, or being forced to be on a medication. So let's help you avoid that. Now, when you look at uh, the surgical neurology and the, the practice of that, only 26% of those having back surgeries return to work. Not very good odds there. 11% were um, permanent disability after that surgery. 18% had to undergo further surgery. And so, again, we don't want to just keep going down the same road and expecting a different result. In fact, one of my patients that we had, you know, this is a, a great story. Uh, we had this guy named Greg, and he was in bad shape. He was an EMT, done that for a lot of years. He was like in his early 60s. He had to retire early. He was forced into going into that early retirement and was going to be forced into a surgery, having numbness in his legs, couldn't walk. They had a farm that they were trying to take care of. Is like that was a retirement. They couldn't travel, work on that, anything. Came in. He was scheduled for a surgery, back surgery, one month from the day he came in to see me. Uh, he was given no hope. And he gave us a chance, you know, he's like, Hey, you know, this has got to be better than surgery. And so started working with him. And within that month, he was feeling good enough that he didn't have to go through the surgery. When he redid the consult with his neurologist, he said, Hey man, you're doing better. Keep doing what you're doing. And within a few months he was back to being on the farm. And years later he was still maintaining things, right? Because he was doing the things that got him there. It's not about just a short-term fix. It's about creating a lifestyle that's going to allow you to maintain the changes that you're looking for. And that's huge. I mean, we've had people that come into our office that think they have no hope. They've been to 10 different surgeons. Uh, they have full back fusions. I had this girl come in had a scoliosis where she had her whole back was fused with a metal rod because of that scoliosis, a procedure done in Mexico that they don't even do anymore because it's so, so dangerous and it has such bad results. And, uh, you know, the doctor said, Hey, you just got to live with this the rest of your life. And so we started to work with her. She was having chronic migraines and headaches like every day. And, you know, within a couple months, those things were gone. She continues to maintain those changes to this day, but it wasn't because she just took a pill or a a medication, she actually started to make changes. So what do you need to do to, to get there? Well, maintain a healthy diet, right? And your weight, that's that comes into play. Remaining active, even if you're hurting, that's key. That's why you know chiropractic care is so key in helping your body maintain uh, your spine and getting out of that back pain. It, it's just, it works wonders. Um, avoid prolonged inactivity. So you don't want to just sit around. Keep keep active, keep moving. Uh, make sure you've got the you know the good mattress and you're sleeping well. Those are key. Keeping things that are out of your body that are going to create inflammation, which not only include your diet, but include bad habits you have. Maybe you're a smoker. Maybe you're drinking. Maybe you're eating preserved foods. Those things can create inflammation. It's going to continue to go to those sensitive spots, which if it's your low back, it's going to continue to be an issue for you as well. And if you're at the person who's at a computer a lot, at the desk, make sure you have an ergonomic workstation. Make sure it's ergonomically correct. 
But in the end of the day, you've got to learn what you can do to still correct things. You know, there's a difference between going to uh, someone like a chiropractor who's just going to temporarily relieve some pain as a patch because at that point, this becomes a really expensive aspirin still, right? Still the same outcome as the aspirin long-term. However, getting to the cause and finding someone that can actually get some permanent stability there so you can maintain that is key. So you're, whether you're doing like pre and post x-rays, combining chiropractic with rehab so you can actually support the soft tissue around the spine so you can get those long-lasting changes as well. And just being consistent once you make those lifestyle changes because you're only going to get those long-term changes as long as you're maintaining those lifestyle habits, right? You don't have to eat well the rest of your life or exercise the rest of your life, only as long as you want the benefits of those things. So if something's working, you keep doing it, right? So again, remember, your body needs no help healing. It just needs no interference. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.